man extraordinaire, Kevin James. Know-it-alls are less informed about the world than their peers. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. Kev, good morning. I need to clean this up real quick because there's one text we didn't get to that I wanted to read from Karen. She said, can you give a shout out to my mom? She'll be graduating from Eastern Washington University on Saturday with her BA in interdisciplinary studies. Uh, Mom's name is Sharon. So Sharon... Congratulations! That's a big one. That's a that's a big undertaking. Any school yeah, finishing is. is tough, so that that is very very cool. And uh, your daughter Erin wanted to shout you out today. So there you have it. Sharon, good luck this weekend and enjoy it. Take it all in, and hopefully your kids shower you with praise and gifts and yes, and, you know all, all the stuff you deserve. Month long trips to Hawaii or whatever yeah. it is. I, I can't wait to hear about how that trip goes. By the way. So it is one of those things they always say when you go back to school when you're a little older. Yeah. You take it more seriously, Can right? You- like you like you're really focused on a goal because you know yeah, you've lived some life and you know this I want to do this now. Have you seen Billy Madison? <laughs> what an example. Yeah, I mean, come Yeah, on. that is really I, the same story. I do see what you're Billy saying. Billy did though. not take grade school seriously the first time, but when he went back Back to I, I I do see what you're saying though because it is you know in a, I'm sure maybe you have I have thought about oh if we go back to school what would you do or would you look at right and it is it's the thing where you go well now I actually have a plan you're motivated at, too right? at 19 I was just trying to get out of my parents house and do school so that yes. it looked like I was doing something so they didn't have to bother me about what are you doing with your life but in no way shape or form does that mean it's easier no and I always no I, I think I accidentally said that to someone. Who was older and had gone back and finished school? I was like, that's great. And I go, oh, let me guess, you were way more focused on it. And older like Sharon, is that what you're saying? Well, she has kids and she's in school. That's <laughs> all I'm sure we're just Sharon jokes. Just a joke. Uh, she's educated now. She understands jokes. Yeah. She can what is she educated in? Interdisciplinary studies. That's something, something we would... could both use. <laughs> yeah, I'll text any her. sort of interdiscipline. I might need to send Sharon the the hotline, and she can just call <laughs> the hotline at any time and give us our yes. interdisciplinary studian for us on a day to day basis. We may need it. Oh, so so congratulations and That's and again awesome. to all the grads. Kat was at a grad party. I'm sure we'll hear more about it. Hopefully. Uh, maybe, well, we'll see. Maybe it wasn't the best part of your weekend. We'll find out. But Kev was at a grad party this weekend. I know there's been a lot of them going on. I mean, uh, uh, Jerky Dan, by the way, he's 40 and he's in college. He's a man. He's 40. He? Okay. And, and I would imagine he's very focused and taking it serious. But again, that doesn't mean it's easier. Right, Dan? <laughs> it is news time. And Kev, I, I could tell you right now, I have no clue what was in the movie theater this weekend outside of one movie, which I, I think was number one, but I don't know if there was any new movies this weekend. Hmm. Okay. I'm guessing that you think Transformers was number one. No, I'm assuming it's Spidey. Because I saw well, that it broke the record. Like it may, It's made more money in two weeks than the first one made in its entire lifespan. Well, I would tell you, it was not number one. Really? In my Transformers, face, Rise of the Beasts was number one at the box office. With $60.5 million over the weekend. Did you like the Transformer movies, KJ? I do. I, I really loved the first ones. I think it came out, boy, what was the first year? That Like right around 2000, maybe? Yeah, we did VIP. Remember that? 
It was like 2005, and you did something with the radio station with the I cinema did? way up north. Yeah, the Jane Kevin show did, and you let me latch on to it. I was doing a sports show at the time in the building, wow. and my buddies and I were super excited because we got to go thanks to you guys, and we were like, Dude, Jane really? Kevin is so rad. 2007 yeah, was the original movie, it says. There we go. That would be and exactly right. That would be, uh, golly, how many years? 16 years ago. Yeah, so I had a you know, 12-year-old yeah. son <laughs> and a 9, 10-year-old son. And so it was like, yeah, that, that was, we loved Bumblebee. We <laughs> loved the whole thing of the original Transformers. I think I watched the next couple, but okay. I've lost track of it. I was a Shia LaBeouf when Shia LaBeouf was. Yes. In it, those are my those are my Transformers. These aren't my Transformers. These are not your Transformers. No, one they- of them is stinking Pete Davidson. In really? Yeah. That, oh, I did not know that. For some reason, Kev, on my Twitter timeline, you know how you get like a commercial that pops up and then you can never lose it forever. It's yes. On there for yep. eternity. Right now, it's the new Transformers movie is out, and look who one of the voices is, and it's mm. Pete Davidson being like, "Oh my gosh, I date all the." The hot women, and then it's like what, and that's like a transformer saying it. Okay, and you're like, what happened? That's what? weird. How did yeah. you get that into the movie? That doesn't make any sense. What? Although I like yours being a movie. You want to know what mine is right now? What's that? Uh, extra wide orthopedic shoes. Oh my gosh, really? I don't know. I didn't order any. Sh- I ordered some shoes from this company. And apparently, they now think I need extra wide orthopedic shoes. I'm, I'm like, I just ordered regular dress shoes from you. Okay. Extra which wide. I thought was a scam. It took a month and I didn't hear anything from them. Yes. And I ordered Ooh. them off of Instagram and it was buy one, get one free. And I was oh. like, yeah, I got, I got totally, I just got duped. I just wasted 135 bucks, whatever it was. I'm like, what an idiot. And then they just showed up in the mail and I was like, oh. And I liked them. I, I've been wearing them, but they have, now they think I need extra wide orthopedic shoes, and they may not be wrong. Well, they also may know that you order them, and they'll be here by the time your current shoes wear out in three years. <laughs> good point. So they, they're just like, think ahead. Order yeah. them now. In three years, That's you're going to want these. Good planning ahead. Uh, Spidey-Man was number two. Okay. The Little Mermaid, number three. Guardians of the Galaxy, number four. And The Boogeyman was number five. The Boogeyman. I, I, I forgot the new Transformers movie was out this weekend, Kev. I, there was a time in my life where I would not have missed that date. Isn't that wild? Yeah, and that now I, there's so many of them I don't, I don't even know. I can't don't keep even track. Know. Uh, have you heard this term? I'm going to skip to a different story. We don't have time yeah, for the other one. Yeah, and I can one. do the thing that I'm supposed to do where I hit this button. Story but number I two. Ready. I was too excited about movie talk. Have you heard of the term frogization? Frogization? No. I apparently it is something new when in the dating you know in the dating world we always have ghosting became one that stuck forever. Like people still talk about ghosting, right? That's become very common. But in the dating world, there's always all these terms that they come up with. Frogization is a new thing where someone is really attractive, right? Okay. And everybody's attracted. You're attracted to them. You're attracted to them. And then as soon as that person is attracted to you, you no longer find them attractive. They call it frogization. Do you know why? that that person, it comes from the Japanese term of literally turning into a frog. Like they, they call it, 
like the prince, prince and the frog. You kiss the frog, but it's the reverse thing. Like, so you kiss the prince and he turns into a frog. Yeah, like okay. once reverse. Disney. Once the prince is interested in you, you're like, yeah. Now that he like, I, I just was into him when he wasn't into me, and now as soon as he finds me attractive or he likes me, now I don't like him. Like Frogization. The, the Pixar version, or I mean the DreamWorks version. I of just Princess and the Frog. Always want to try to get. Yes, I just always try to want to get those bizarre new terms out there in case you hear it. Yeah, I, that's a weird one. I actually am not. I'm. That's not. A, that doesn't sound like a fun one. So again, no. they're attractive to you. You kiss them, and then they're ugly. Yeah, like that's once a weird thing. The other person is starts to become interested in you. Then you're like, no, nah, I'm not really interested. It's the chase. Like the great Howie Long once said, a great football player. You see him on the NFL. NFL and Fox. On Fox. Gosh, he's cool, isn't he? And he once said, I don't really even like sacking the quarterback. It's just the chase that I love. Jay, Kevin, and Slim in the morning. The big 99.9 Coyote Country. I wish there was a bunch of guys like that in, in the NFC West as we do sports for a second here. Because I would love it next season if a bunch of guys were like, you know what, Gino? We have no interest yeah. in tackling you, but we are going to chase you around. Yeah, we just like to chase you. Chase That's kind of like, fun. I wish the 49ers defensive line took this mantra, and they're just like, we're just going to chase you instead yeah. of sack you every five we'll seconds. You- the Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. I'm Please. sitting over here and listening to this. Go ahead, Kevin. Kevin James. Go to the left leg. Go down all the way to the very bottom into the foot. No, not the ankle. Go to the foot. No, relieve the pain. So hang on. You were just telling your med- the, the pain terminator where to where go to go. your foot. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter. Don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. You can get your listener letters in on the air at janekevin.com. On the air at janekevin.com, which is what Jolene did. My roommate and I have been living together for four months now. I'm a little older than she is, and I'm set in my ways a little. Before we moved in together, I told her that I didn't really like a whole lot of people over all the time. I asked her that if she was to have someone over, that she'd just give me some heads up, and she agreed. Well, over the past four months, she has had several guys over. Guys she calls friends, but these are guys that she met online and invites over for some adult time. She either doesn't tell me they are coming over or tells me as she's letting them in the house. She even told me one time not to come home because she had company. I'm feeling very disrespected and frustrated by this behavior. When they are there, I'm uncomfortable that there's someone else in my own home. Any thoughts on how I should handle this situation? That's from Joe today. So the text line is 509-441-0999. The phone number is 509-441-0999. So they're the same. You can call or text anytime. If you've gone through this, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to give Joe some some thoughts on this yeah. and maybe some help because it sounds messy. It doesn't sound fun. It's, roommate stuff stinks when oh there's man. roommate issues. It stinks. It's disrespectful for sure. And the fact that you had agreed to it. And I mean, I guess she's like, well, I am telling you. All you asked was me to just tell you if somebody was coming over. And she is telling her that they're coming over, but 
it sounds like she's just bringing random dudes in and out of the house all the time. And, and that's super uncomfortable. I mean, you just got to be real honest about it, I guess. I don't know how long they're stuck in a lease together or any of that stuff. I look back at my life of living in houses with buddies and the roommate situation. I feel like, you know, we get emails about this. We get people who call in about the bad roommate thing. I think I dodged a ton of bullets. My two roommates who we didn't get along with a ton at the time, they both had a whole floor to themselves. Oh, nice. In both yeah, situations. And so there was multiple of us living on one floor, and somehow it just worked out that the person that ended up being the one that we didn't quite get along with had a floor to themselves, including a house I lived in up north where the the basement, when we moved into the house, we thought this is going to be where we stay forever. It had a kitchen downstairs, also yeah. had a pool room downstairs with a pool table. It was sick. It was awesome. And our, our buddy who and all of us ended up disliking forever – he took that room downstairs, and we never could have been more pleased with a random decision yeah. we made than that. I think I got very lucky with this. For sure. And so I had never had a roommate, you know, other than a wife in for a long time. And then since I've been single, I've had two different roommates. One, a buddy of Coop's who lived with me as he finished college. He was easy. Even though he was a young guy and I was worried about it because I was like, ah, he's pretty young. I don't know what it's going to be like. He was great. He was so busy with school. Like, I never hardly saw the kid. He was studying all the time to be a nurse. And he, he was awesome. So I, I didn't have any issues with it either. And then I had another grown man roommate. And pretty lucky, there was a couple girlfriends where, you know, they'd be over a little bit. And that sometimes can be awkward, right? Where you're just like, oh, now there's another person of the opposite sex in the house and it, just, it does feel weird so i get where jolene's coming with this where it's like it's not comfortable having some stranger and especially when it's sounds like it's different people all the time yeah it's not like i mean she's just bringing over random guys all the time there's an age thing with this too right it becomes <clears throat> tougher to a tougher pill to swallow as you get older where 100%. you are, I, I I mean, I do think back on the house I was in when I was in my uh, yeah. mid twenties, and my you buddy had a, it. yeah, my buddy had a girlfriend, ended up being his wife. Now they get they got married, and she was great though. Like we loved yeah. her, and so she was great. But I could see if that had been someone we didn't like, that would have been difficult. But then when we were younger, when we were eighteen, <clears throat> I think we all everyone had different girlfriends every four weeks, right. and we didn't like all of them. But at that point. You would, I would walk into my house. That house was insane. I'd walk into my house on a Thursday, Friday, or Saturday night, and there would just be 10 people in there. Yeah, And no I had idea. no right. idea who any of them were. One and of that, them was my buddy, and it's like, oh, you're here. Who, is, who are these? And they're like, they're people from the neighborhood who just came in to watch a movie. And we're like, right. what is happening? The and door that was, was just, just always open. Commonplace. Yeah, but yeah. as you get older, you want... that's. It's it's there's boundaries, there's limits. Right. Everyone on the text line, Kev, is saying kick her out. Everyone. There's not a person yeah. who has said... Hey, uh, someone said that the legality, like 20 days written notice is what it takes to get rid of somebody. I don't know if that's a hundred percent correct or not, but yeah, everyone on on Facebook too is just saying, Hey, this is not okay. You you need to draw the boundary. And if she breaks it again, she needs to be out of there. And if she's on the lease, then you need to figure that out either way. Just it's, it's not worth keeping her around. Yeah, It just sounds like it's, you know, and, and People go as far as saying this, and I know it sounds a little drastic, but is it in today's day and age that even for your safety, 
it's not cool having a stranger in your house yeah. all the time. You don't know anything about this dude, and does she really? Other than he, she swiped right on his picture? Kevin, Kathy had texted in and said it's a different world now. Meeting online and bringing them home can be scary. Mm-hmm. I, 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 yeah. Doubles cosine, triple cosine. What is that? Triple sign. Would that be cosine? How many people can cosine? Just one, right? We need to try sign that because you're signing you it and I'm signing multiple it. Multiple cosine. We all sign it. Tony Hazel, can you text us with the legal phrase <laughs> if multiple people, I'm talking beyond two. Are signing an official text from yeah. Kathy. We want to have. I want to sign it. Kevin wants to sign it. Kathy's name's on it as well. Is that a cosign or is that a try sign? Tony Hazel, please let us know. Thank you. Mm. Supreme Court Justice. Jay, Kevin, and Slim in the morning. The big Coyote Country. Kevin, you tell me right now. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Can you say pinochle people that many times fast? Kevin James. Sure can. Let's try it. Pinochle people, pinochle people, pinochle people. Uh, I've come from a long line of pinochle people. Really? My grandparents are pinochle people. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Kevin, before we dive into the country music portion of the entertainment news today, I will remind you a couple things. One, we're going to be giving away $100 in free fuel at 820 today. Text line will be, uh, phone line, excuse me, will be open 509-441-0999. Text line also open if you want to have a request played for you. We just had one come in. Someone wants to hear. I don't have an, oh, it's, uh, yeah, someone wants to hear some new Dustin Lynch. So we'll see if we can get that. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, so if you want to hear a song, let us know. We'll get that. Try to get that for you as well, 509-441-0999. I did see a guy, and I, I don't know if it's anything's real anymore. Did you? I don't know if you guys talked about this Friday. Did you talk about the big catfish? No, we did not. I saw it, but I, I don't think we discussed it on the air, Slim. I don't know what's real or what's fake anymore. I'm and when with it, you. When they, it's in the world of, of something I don't know about, it's yeah. even tougher for me. So, I think this one is real, but then again... You're so right. It's so easy to be tricked by the internet now. Yeah, a guy in Italy caught a 9-foot, 4-inch long, 330-pound catfish. It That's is a honker. The biggest thing I've ever seen yeah. in the fish world. I it's, mean, it looks like a shark. Yes, 9 feet is a shark. And so I, I don't know anymore what's real or what's fake with the way that we have access to Photoshop easily yeah. on your phone and all this stuff. This could just be a... Four or uh, twelve inch tuna fish right. or whatever it is, and then you just modify it and edit it, and now you've got a catfish, and you say it's a catfish, and you put a picture of it up on the internet, and now everyone believes you because yeah. you doctored it. I don't know if that really is real, but if that is real, I never want to go to Italy ever in my life. Yeah, no more swimming. It could eat a human. It's enormous. Nine feet four inches yeah. long. It's three hundred thirty pounds. It's a massive fish. I, it, it blows me away. Anyways, I, I, I believe catfish are what are known as bottom feeders. Oh, that's okay. So you know what that means. They eat bottoms. They, and this one ate a lot of bottoms. A lot of bottoms. They ate all the big bottoms. bottoms. So outside of eating big bottoms, this guy, a lot of people said that he ate big bottom on, I think it was Saturday night at CMA Fest. CMA Fest was this last weekend. I would love to talk to the person oh, we yeah. sent to CMA Fest to see what they thought about it. 
If that's you, five zero nine four four one zero nine nine nine. She was there. She attended some of it. She yeah. was there for the first day. Okay. She was there for the first day. Then, then off to see Parker McCollum in Dallas, Texas. Oh boy, where that was that's home his court, hometown. Home court advantage for oh, Parker. Oh yeah. And okay. She said the whole family tree was there. Is that right? Said it was like the Parker McCollum family reunion in a you, sold out show in Dallas. Your wife, who who works with Parker, and yeah. you know, is part of his team. Did she enjoy his family? She said everything would have been great, and she would have loved all of it if it wasn't in Dallas, where it was a hundred thousand degrees. Oh, I, bet. I think she said it was one hundred five, and the humidity oh. was like eighty some percent. She Ouch. said you walked around, and if you're not used to it, she goes, it just felt like you were swimming. Oh no, thank you. It felt like you were swimming. But she said everyone was awesome. the The thing that happened on Saturday though at CMA Fest, Kevin, had to do with your boy Eric Church. Eric Something Church, bad? Yes. He got oh, and he got booed no. off the stage no, he Kevin, did not. at CMA Fest. Yes. No, he did not. Fifty thousand fans booing no, Eric Church. Not Eric Church. So Eric Church comes onto the CMA Fest stage to wrap up the Saturday set of performances. He sang six songs. He sang six songs after he had just said, I have nowhere else to be. And like got everyone fired up. Because Eric is the opposite of that. He is known at one of his Legendary things is he's the longest performer in country music. He ended up being the shortest. He got seated six songs, and it wasn't even his hits. He what? sang Bad Mother Trucker, Hanging Round, a cover of Little Feet's Sailing Shoes. Huh? Yep. Then he sang Cold One. He also sang Country Music Jesus. So there's one, two, three, four, five. And then he sang a funky version of drink in my hands so it wasn't even the regular version of it then he didn't even say he was leaving or anything like that i mean well, you know we're not talking no springsteen no talladega uh he ended up just finishing a song grabbing a cup off of the mic stand and just walked off okay Did, no thank what you happened? nothing i don't know kev but people are burying your boy right now he had an entire well, arena just, booing him. An entire I want arena. an answer. Yeah, I want an answer of what happened. 50, I mean, I'm reading people. all the, the Twitter posts about it. Eric lost me as a fan tonight. Probably not the only one. Worst performance I've ever seen. Now, Kevin, some people did say like his funky version of drink in my hand. People loved how it sounded. Right. So the content but, may not have been as bad. It just... I don't want to go, if you're going to sing six songs, I don't need one of them to be Bad Mother Trucker. Oh, man. If I go, and I don't mind you singing Bad Mother Trucker because I think it's part of your two and a half hour show. Totally. But then when six songs in, you're done, something's going on. Yeah. So that, there's a statement there. We better hear from Eric what it is. Uh, you know, he's he's been my favorite. I love his music. There's some stuff that he's been doing that I'm like, Eric... Gosh darn it, dude. Eric. Figure it out. Yeah. Like, I didn't like, you know, the being what people considered being late for concerts, and it's just how he does his concerts, but it needs to be addressed ahead of time that, hey, yeah, Eric's not going to go on stage until blank time. Changes everything. Yeah. Changes, changes the entire- it changes all of it. Yep. Changes the entire so outlook. So that was strike one. This is strike two. I mean, I don't want third strike, and I don't want you to be out, because I still think you're just a great songwriter, singer-songwriter. <sighs> I love you. Kev, he's so yeah. good. He's <sighs> so good when he has new music out, and I know some of it is like- like the, he did the funky version, they said. Yeah, but that's I know okay. some of his stuff is like that. I love it. 
it sounds so stinking cool. But Eric Church, we I don't need you to go into the three strike mode because people like Kevin, the fans have got you. As this is a big strike. You had the strike yeah. one. Three strikes are out. It's real thing. Don't strike out, please. No, we please need do you. Not. We desperately need you. You're such a huge asset in the country music world. And you make everything yeah. better. You make country music. You make the whole format better when you have fun new music or you're writing or collaborating with other people. Right. I just He's really good. We don't so. want you to go away and, I don't know, whatever's going on. I see some people saying, oh, maybe he's mad at the CMAs. Maybe oh. something happened there. And so okay. he's making a statement. But you know what that statement does? It hurts the fans, yes. not the CMA. Yes, thank you, Kev. Well, if you could, can you text him real quick and just say? I will. Let uh, me okay, thank hold you. Hold him up in my phone. Send him one that says "you up." Jay, Kevin, and Slim in the morning. The big Coyote Country. Uh, the request was in for the new Dustin Lynn. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Hello, I'm Spice Pumpkin Latte Eminem. Kevin James. That looks like an Eminem who is enjoying fall. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Okay, Kevin James, it is time to look and see what the best part of everyone's weekend was. There are a lot of people who had really good weekends. I am curious what yours is, but we're going we're gonna to start with the fine folks in the text line. Is that okay with you? Uh, that works. What's the best thing from your weekend? What was the best thing from your weekend? Going to dinner with our son and him paying while saying happy anniversary a few days early, 43 years on Friday. That is from our friend Roberta. Oh, nice. Ross, way to get it done, buddy. Yeah, that's earning points with mom and dad. Well done. Yeah, that's that's real, Those real important nice. Important points sometimes. My mom and dad wish they could send that text. <laughs> wish they could. The Be best, nice to have that son, huh? Yeah, this is from John. The best part of my weekend was we got to have game night with our kids. We played Escape the Crate. It was very fun. I don't know what Escape the Crate was, Kev. I feel like I'm well-versed in games, too. So this is going to be something I need to look into. How about this? Had friends over, played cornhole, and had drinks. That's a nice little weekend. That does sound fun. I've got a buddy who just, I don't know where he's been hiding. Apparently under the hugest rock in the world, or maybe underneath that nine-foot catfish. He just started getting into cornhole just this summer. I was like, like, hadn't even heard of it or just wasn't into it. He'd heard of it. He just didn't know. He was like, I don't know. I just thought it was a tailgate thing. And he's like, I saw it's like some of his coworkers who played a lot of cornhole were the ones he didn't like. And so he just had the the stigma of like, oh, the guys I don't like love it. So I must not like it. So then his neighbor got it. He started playing. hmm. Now he's addicted. It's all he wants to do. I'll admit that I'm a little guilty of that attitude towards cornhole where I was kind of like, I don't know. Every time I've been around Cornell, this is from years ago. Yeah. It was always the wrong kind of people that I was around playing Cornhole, and it wasn't my favorite. And then over the last couple years, my son really got into it. A bunch of friends got it. And I was like, Cornhole's great. I need to quit judging the people that I used to know who played Cornhole and just judge the game itself. Are Cornhole people jerks? That's the question we asked today on the Jay and Kevin show. Are Cornhole people jerks? 509-441-0999. 509-441-0999. Kevin is... Unfair to cornhole, I believe. Uh, might be unfair to cornhole, yeah. but it, but you know what? This is now... My buddy and you have had experiences with people who are potentially there's cornhole that, jerks. There's that guy, I think. I think we all know that guy. Yeah. Are cornhole people jerks? 
Let's not. I mean, the first text in says kinda. I'm gonna count kinda. that as yes. Kevin, what was the best part of your weekend? <laughs> kinda. Oh man, it was such a good weekend, Slim. I'm trying to. I think I'm gonna give it to the remote at uh, YMCA, just because it was very fun to do the remote and see all those kids that were getting to go have a fun night on kind of cruddy weather Friday night, right? Like the storm was coming in. It wasn't great. And all these kids got to go play for free for a couple hours at the YMCA. Love that. And I saw a lot of very happy parents who were very excited to have something to do with the kids for a couple of hours. And it was just fun. It was one of those, saw a lot of nice people, talked to a lot of nice people, and just had a good vibe to that whole thing. I love that, man. That's really cool. What a fun little event right there. They do a great job with that thing. Did you do? And, did you play any basketball? Did you jump in the pool? Did you do anything like that? Slim, uh, we were outside the entire time. So, and because there was such a line of people, you know, they give away the two hundred free shirts. It was we were outside the entire time. I never even got inside to see any of the fun activities inside, just outside. Okay. And then had something else that happened. You know, does this ever happen to you, where someone you meet? at like a broadcast or just out and about doing anything. And they tell you that, oh, yeah, I'm really interested in this or that. I'm going to call you. Yeah. It never happens, No, right? never happens. I got to give a shout out to this girl, Kiara. She really wants to DJ. She said, I want to be like a DJ. And I'm like, well, pff, I'd love to, to teach you. Like, that'd be awesome. And I thought I'd never hear from her. And I actually heard from her yesterday. And I thought, well, look at that. You're the first person. I told her, you're the first person. To ever follow through, ever. <laughs> so congratulations. Thank you, Kira. Jay, Kevin, and Slim in the morning. The big 99.9 Coyote Country. Hey, Beth, don't fight me about it. I'm not. Uh-oh. She said, that's unfair because some basketball people are jerks. Hey, oh, that's true. Uh, no, no, I, but, but Beth, the question right. wasn't, the question was just, are they jerks? I didn't say I didn't say cornhole people are jerks. I said, are cornhole people you jerks? You asked. Yeah, you were just it curious. It could be, like, if we did seven calls, says it all. It could be seven zero no. That's right. It could, be, it could easily yeah. be seven zero no. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Are you a jerk man, sometimes oh, when you yeah. play best? 